0: You've read the story of Jesse James, of how he lived and how he died. If you're still in need of something to read, here's the story of Bonnie and Clyde. Now Bonnie and Clyde are the Barrow Gang. I'm
1: sure you all have read how they rob and steal and those who squeal
0: are usually found dying or dead. Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, in which we take a light-hearted look at a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through the stories of true crime to find an event that took place on This Week in History. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester hello. and Ru Turner. hello. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you can, and if you can't you can always email us to stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk and in appreciation of every five star review we'll give you a shout out on a future episode. So the date we're looking at this week is the 23rd of May, and in 1934, a Ford V8 rumbled along a Louisiana State Highway 154, straight into the firing line of a hidden posse. The ambushers fired between 130 and 160 rounds into the car, killing the occupants instantly and ending the criminal careers of Bonnie and Clyde.
2: So they got killed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, very I'm glad that's what you took away from that.
1: How many is A, round?
2: a bullet?
0: A round is a bullet, right? So, a load okay, of bullets. Rounds of ammunition, many bullets. Despite
1: it being round, it is quite precise. It's is a it? single.
0: <laughs> it's a round
1: yeah. number, one.
2: I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna say when you say Bonnie and Clyde, I'm gonna say the first thing that comes into my mind, and then Rue's gonna say the first thing. So I'll start. Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs>
1: right, go on, Rue. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is. And therein
2: lies the difference between me and him i was singing uh good old Georgie fame that wasn't anything to do with the film was it what it no. was it georgie fame's yeah. one
0: At the same time i think yeah was, i'm uh, sure it was 67. Uh, yeah, yeah. i think it's just a as these these things happen as sort of like a it was a, little wave, of, it's a little wave. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, presumably,
2: the Serge Gainsborough one was on the same wave, was it?
0: Yeah, presumably, yeah. They're both both 67. Gainsborough and Gainsborough.
2: I do um, It couldn't the have been more French. <laughs> by their inability to pronounce the word bonnie. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress.
1: Yeah, you'd, you'd have thought it might have been, like... Bernie Saunders and Clyde. <laughs> Bernie, <Yeah>. <laughs> Bernie <laughs> and Clyde.
2: It's that new orangutan <laughs> duo. Right, Clyde. <laughs> um, the, uh, anyways, were you going to tell us about? <laughs> A so weekend much? of Bernie's.
0: <laughs> uh, well, this has gone out of control <laughs> <We're> already. <laughs> okay, let me tell you about who Bernie and Clyde are Please do. So, Clyde, chestnut barrow.
2: Good
0: name. He was born in 1909. He was apparently quite a talented musician. He played guitar and saxophone. He was the fifth of seven human children. Oh, yeah. Poor farmer family out of Texas. He was first arrested at 17 for failing to return a rental car
1: hmm.
0: on time. Right. Nice. On time or at all?
1: Because being late isn't something to be arrested for. Not really. Well, I don't know how long they were going to wait to see
0: yeah.
1: if he was ever going to return. Failure to return, I yeah, think, you know. That's tantamount to theft. They haven't
0: returned it on time, and they may never return it at all.
1: Excuse me, um, Sonny, you're up. 20 minutes after.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I once uh, never returned to a library because I lost the library. <laughs> I was afraid. What a
2: great comparison. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, a serious incident. Insane. You're virtually on the Thus same began. level as body. <laughs> uh, No, what's his what was his name? In Clyde, Clyde Barrow. Kutash... No, not Cade. Chestnut, <laughs>
0: Chestnut Barrow.
2: <laughs> uh, library cards, car. Same thing.
0: Yeah. Our criminal careers began in much the same way. It's just a just a gateway crime, yeah, in the scheme of things. Yeah. He'd probably been stealing since he could crawl.
2: So he was, for some reason, arrested for essentially nicking a car. But nicking a car. He started young. Is what are you are you going to give he us a list young. of? Uh, bad I'm going to list
0: everything he did. No, no.
2: List it. List it.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I will tell you that after the car incident, he was arrested with his brother, Mil, uh, Marvin, Marvin. Um, for stealing turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Very good.
2: Around Christmas time.
1: Wait a minute. So somebody called... Somebody whose surname is Chestnut Barrow stole some turkeys at Christmas.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Very good. <laughs> By the way, did he, when he, his musical instruments, did he play the violin?
0: No. It's oh, annoying, <laughs> isn't it? Guitar and sax.
2: Yeah. I mean I know guitar case would work. The, um, in fact, saxophone case would work as well, wouldn't it, for a gun? Well,
1: you, I yeah. don't think you'll get a Thompson in there. It's the right period, wrong shape, wrong shape instrument case. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He
0: should have taken up the violin. Should have taken up the violin. Yeah. Well, his gar- gun of uh, preference was a BAR, not ah. a Thompson, a Browning automatic rifle. Is that good? Which is a lot bigger than a Thompson. <laughs> yeah, is that, it's a a single, single rifle. is
2: that a single? Is that a single fire thing?
0: It's well, yeah, but it's an automatic, so you fires a magazine. And
1: it's hard. It's hard to say the style of bullet it takes without referring to Tom Waits here, because <laughs> it's a odd six. <laughs>
2: I don't know that song. What is it? A Tom Waits song about yeah, yeah, about bullets.
1: Well, as as with all Tom Waits songs, they're about somebody doing some random things in a random place, um, having Story. had a hard yeah. life. Yeah,
2: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> now Bonnie Elizabeth Parker. She was born uh, the following year, nineteen ten. Now something I didn't know about her was that she was married mm. the whole time that she was with Clyde Barrow, ah. not to him.
2: Okay. Didn't know that.
0: She was married to a guy named Roy Thornton. They got married in 1926, just before her...
2: Barney and Roy. Vote <laughs> <laughs> right, Roo, to yours. Barney and Roy. <laughs> That's better, actually. <laughs> That's much better, isn't it? <laughs> Barney and
1: Roy.
2: <laughs> kind of go together more. Better. Um, right, okay, Roy. Yeah, did, he, did he was he did he know anything Roy. about it?
0: Bernie and Roy. Roy. Unsurprisingly, he was a criminal. I was certain he was no good the moment I first laid eyes on him.
2: Uh, I was hoping you were gonna say he was a I don't know, a plumber and he knew nothing he carried on at work no. and, uh, knowing nothing about it, but.
0: No, he was a criminal. He uh, although they got married they were together for like two years or so, but he was away a lot of the time basically doing Doing, crime. doing
2: crimes.
0: Yep. Yeah. They actually split in 1929, and but they stayed married. So she moved back with her mother, and she worked in a, as a waitress in a restaurant. But do you know her mother's?
2: A, do you know her mother's name? Emma. Barney and Emma. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not as good. And Emma. <laughs> oh, I Jesus thought you were
2: gonna. Christ. I thought you were gonna make the and and Emma. Yeah. Into one no, word. Anyway. Then, then, it's down, then it sounds enema. like
1: yeah, exactly. It sounds like a, a medical procedure. Nobody <laughs> wants.
2: Bonnie's <head>, <laughs> enema. That's um, a fine enema.
0: enema. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. A fine enema. A body enema. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: a brilliant enema.
0: <laughs> so they were married the whole time, and uh, she still had. Uh, she kept her wedding ring on the whole time.
2: Was that? Sorry. Was that? Was Bonnie and mm. died
1: with her wedding
0: ring on. She died with a wedding ring.
1: Loads of people do that. Yeah, but not Surely. Not to the guy that not you're to... not really that you're not spending your life with. <laughs> I mean Clyde was kind of well, I suppose a partner at the time.
2: Oh, what but... do you mean after she'd obviously had been divorced? No.
0: She was time divorced. she Oh she wasn't no, divorced. No, never right? divorced. No, she was married the whole time. She was died married to Roy Thornton.
2: So hang on. Was Bonnie and Clyde a crime duo or were they a crime Backslash, love duo. <laughs> the,
0: the the latter. All you need is
1: love. John Lennon, smart man, shot in the back, very sad.
2: Right, okay. But what most people don't know is that she was married to. But she was married someone to someone else.
1: Mm. Yes. yes. That's how deep their um, criminal ways go. She wasn't even yeah. married to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the 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 idea of the. Um, the 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 sexual connotation of the couple added to the story. Yeah,
2: definitely, definitely. Mm. I don't. I mean, obviously, I. Strangely enough, I uh, don't not very au fait with loads of different uh, (laughs) male-female crime duos, but this. Let's let's go through why we are talking about this, and the main reason is just the kind of love intrigue of a couple doing naughty. Uh, Criminally things, <laughs> <it>, presumably. Na- <laughs> name people. another. Name another. Well, they they
1: uh, the, like the reference the to them, Bonnie and Clyde, as you know, in modern parlance, has now has become you know kind of euphemistic for a couple yeah, that will absolutely do anything for each other in times yeah, of yeah, difficulty. Yeah. And I do wonder, but, like yeah. they weren't the first, and I wonder whether during the time. Whether mm-hmm. they were referred to as the Aho and Bompard of their time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's another like duo. Is that Merged,
2: like previous? Yeah,
1: previous ones from like late 19th century.
2: Whereabouts? Was uh, this is Paris, Not America. You can. They, uh, hang on. What who was it? Aho Aro and Bompard.
1: Yeah, exactly, Goldsboro could have sung about see, that much more fluently.
2: Well, I know, and yours and yours El-o-l will now work. With that. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's much better. Yeah. Why, so, why are we not? Why are we talking about them? Because it's an episode a about film wasn't <laughs> made about. <them. laughs> yeah, well, I, I know that. <laughs> the be um, because it was I mean, American the crime stuff is just kind of cooler really isn't it and that and a massive film was made about them but
0: yeah well i think we know more yeah, yeah about uh, these guys and they've they've had more um you know through popular, through popular culture popular and everything they've had more impact generally speaking plus this is uh, th- their crimes took place during the depression and prohibition yes yeah and but you also had the advent of the telegraph and everything else so Basically, there was nothing for anyone to do except read the papers. And, mm. and, you know. and they pretty much became so,
1: superstars of their time, didn't they? They were
0: superstars, yeah.
1: Really, really popular, not just well-known, but popular and liked. This year's Miss Bonnie Parker.
2: I'm Clyde Barrett. We robbed banks.
0: They were seen as a, as sticking it to the man, you know, right. bank robbers right. and what have you. Although, no, actually, okay. they didn't really rob very many banks. They did a few, but mostly they stole from like grocery stores and that. So they weren't sticking it to the man, they were stealing from yeah. the little guy. What so like they're some sticking up the grocery man. House or yes, yes, grocery stores and you know petrol stations? Meaning and gas what? Stations. The
2: the money from that establishment as opposed to
0: Yeah, they would rob a gas station. Fill up like the $10. tank.
2: Gimme a bag of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Make it quick. Yeah. Um, right, okay. So but surely not all the crimes were that low brow. <laughs> well,
0: well, no, they no they they were they robbed banks about maybe a dozen, maybe fifteen banks. Uh, all right, in two <laughs> well, they, years, not many. But could not many though. not many. But considering they did, a, they were prolific in their uh, robbery. Mostly, yes. it was grocery stores, uh, restaurants, right. you know, little shops. So they'd steal. It's
2: probably from town to town to town, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I mean, they went all over the south. Um, and they stole. I think generally they got five or ten dollars, which today's money would be about a hundred, two hundred dollars. Right. So um, not a lot, um, is just it? Just for really? not it's a pocket lot, pocket money. Just for yeah. for
2: everyone, but mainly for me. Um, where are we talking about in in the country?
0: Well, they originated out of Texas. They went to yeah. um, Missouri, Louisiana, uh, Kentucky, all around. the So south. the
2: kind of middle bit. South, middle.
0: Yeah, yeah. They did spread far and wide, but mostly it's concentrated in that area. The main police forces tasked with looking, with looking out for them was Texas and Louisiana. Louisiana. But essentially it was a hand-to-mouth criminal career. Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But because, was, because of Prohibition and the Depression, everyone hated the banks and the police. Right. You know, so when they go around robbing banks or shooting police officers... Everyone's like, yeah, they're folk heroes. Yeah. Okay. But, no, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this was a this was an era called it was called the public enemy era. So they've got contemporaries. They've got Dillinger, uh, Babyface Nelson, Pretty Boy Floyd, that sort of thing. You know, all of these people are running around at the same time. Yeah. It's the gangster era, and they all the stories are about the romanticized gangster characters
2: in the papers or actual books there would be gossip column, yeah. lots of gossip column stuff. Well, it would be front page right news
0: as well. Yeah, even in the <laughs> yeah, even, so. not, I mean, even in the in the respectable papers as well as all the, the little papers, it would be the main stories. There wasn't yeah. a lot else to, to talk about, and this was quite exciting and sensational, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They they died quite young, didn't they? I mean, the this, this shootout was in their early twenties yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this this criminal career really wasn't particularly long. I mean, sort of five years, six years, maybe.
0: They met in 1930, right? And they died at the beginning of uh, 1934, right? That was it. But yeah, but also he was in prison for two years of that. Good grief! So they're actually only <laughs> so their spree was only about twenty months. Spree,
1: spree. Yeah, that is a, that is a spree, I suppose, really, isn't
0: it? There's a lot of robberies and a lot of uh, murders and a, a lot, lot of publicity, but it was only... I would have, yeah, sta- I would have started
2: people. with the murders <laughs> as opposed to the bag of sprouts. That's, that's
1: mostly uh, <laughs> mostly police officers, though, isn't it? Not that that makes it any better.
0: But yeah, mostly, but not all. And ultimately, they were killing people. Yeah. I should probably mention, uh, having said that Bonnie Parker... Was uh, married to Roy Thornton and now was the lover of Clyde Barrow. Yes, this probably means that she has hybristophilia.
2: Excuse me, sir. A, a what?
0: Ah. which is more commonly known as Bonnie and Clyde syndrome. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's become
2: yeah. A, fra- a medical phrase.
0: Is it? Yeah, exactly. And it's basically for for it's the name for someone who is
2: married to someone but murders <laughs> with
0: else. Well, basically, who's um. Aroused or attracted to criminals.
2: Ah, right. Usually women. This is great. I I really uh, love this. (laughs) Excitement, adventure. Say the word again.
0: Hybristophilia.
2: So Stockholm is attracted to your capturer.
0: Yeah, that's more of a brainwashing thing.
2: Right, uh, okay. Because it's a syndrome. Yes. It's called a Um, syndrome. Yeah.
0: You're attracted to people who are bad. Are bad, and the, the worse the crime, the more the attraction. Right. Sorry, I was just
1: going to give the etymology, is um, it comes from Hebridsian, um from the Greek meaning to commit an outrage against someone. Yeah. So it's just yeah. the love yeah. of yeah. the outrage.
0: Exactly. So this is why you get like people on death row who like get people who want to marry them. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. That said, what was what hybristophilic? <laughs> was missing with her actual husband who was bad that was there with Clyde it was worser
0: I think the key is that he was there Yeah, yeah. Thornton was not around oh, that's okay. the point
1: and she's, le- she's not even 16 I mean um, they died well, when she, they were children well no she was <laughs> married at
0: 16 that was 1926
1: yeah she, well she wasn't yet 16 yeah. wasn't she when she, she, was, she
0: was just before just before her 16th birthday yeah so it's when she married. died it was nineteen thirty four yeah so I mean these are kids, so, so she was about twenty four yeah, yeah.
2: 24. but that sounds that sounds a kind of posthumous diagnosis, doesn't it or the uh, well obviously yeah. the Bonnie and Clyde syndrome or whatever you said is, but at the time
0: yes, I mean it's retrospective, of course because yeah. she, didn't, she didn't sit down with psychos. but it's clearly
2: it's clearly a thing,
0: but judging yeah. by
2: the as you say death row mass murderers who yeah get loads of women wanting to marry them
0: yeah that's why girls, love, girls like bad boys mm. and some girls like really 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 bad boys like Bundy <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Manson and Ramirez yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure yeah anyway there's a thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing it's good though that's good good uh, info there Mark yeah Thanks for, if, you're that's look, that's if
1: you're looking for a bad boy maybe spend a few nights at the Cecil Hotel <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: definitely. That's no. quite bad. Another
0: reason I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> so, in 1930, uh, Barrow went to prison for car theft. Yeah, he went to the Eastham Prison Farm, which is basically a farm you do hard labour. Think, um, think Shawshank. It's a very right. nasty place to be in prison. Rock breaking
1: kind okay. of hard labour. Yeah, a for lot of stealing that. a car
0: for stealing a car, yeah. It's a bit hard done by, I suppose. I mean, the prison wasn't nice anyway. Uh, apparently, there was a prison guard who would outright execute prisoners and claim that they were killed trying to right, escape. Right, right. So, I mean, it was bad, a bad place.
2: And you could just get away with
0: it. Yeah. And when they
2: put you in that cell, and those bars slam home,
0: that's when you know it's for real. Now, Parker, Bonnie, smuggled him a gun and he managed to escape, but he was caught quite quickly and sent back. And um, while he was there, there was another inmate there called Big Ed Crowder, (laughs) who apparently repeatedly sexually assaulted Clyde in the prison. I
2: take back my giggle.
0: Yeah, Clyde uh, managed to resolve this by beating him to death with a pipe.
1: It's a fairly final resolution.
0: Yeah, and he got away with it because another inmate who was already doing life took the blame for it.
1: Gosh. There's some compassion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He was happy to do
0: so. Yeah, because he was in prison for life and already, and, and obviously Clyde was um, a young kid and they knew he was being assaulted. So right. it's criminal justice, isn't it? Hmm. I,
1: yes. some, I, I'm finding it hard sure to feel works. any pity for that crime.
0: Well, yeah. You know,
1: for that victim. I, I, Yeah. I think he had yeah, it. it was, I, that's because
0: you're not a criminal. <laughs> I think yes, he's. No, I think he
1: had that coming,
0: and I think he deserved it.
2: Sweeping generalisation. <laughs> We've <laughs> all got it coming.
0: But Barrow, Clyde, he also didn't want to get involved too much in the hard labour, so he had a, a nice little plan to get out of that. He uh, he got another inmate to cut two of his toes off with an axe. What? That's.
1: Look, <laughs> I think I'm a bit lazy. But that's not something I'm willing to do in order to be able to be a bit more lazy. Yeah,
2: why yeah, would yeah. that? Why would that get him off? Because he would be, registered effectively
0: registered
2: disabled kind of equivalent.
0: Basically, yeah, effectively he would be hospitalised. Yeah,
1: don't want don't want none of you eight toes out here working on.
0: <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't his little toes either. I was, was going to say. Oh, it was a big toe and the, and the one adjacent his <laughs> I imagine wow. that's his response at the time well. <laughs> yeah, very, was. Much, very much. <laughs> right. uh, you haven't wow. you haven't heard the worst part of it oh, oh. Hang on. Yep. having had his two toes cut off with an axe he was paroled six days later <laughs> <laughs>
2: right what well, just purely purely coincidence yeah, nothing
0: to do with it yeah oh, six <laughs> days later he was let out on parole possibly because of the influence of his his mother. Who uh, apparently was quite the enabler, constantly stood up in his uh, defence. So he managed to get, yeah, he got parole. February 2nd, he was, he was, was out. That
2: e- was that Emma, his mum? His
0: no, that's or her. Or was that mother. Bonnie's mum? That's Bonnie's mum. His yes. mum, she was a right piece of work, that one. She was a wrongin. There were some that say that uh, his mother was the leader of the gang. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Well, certainly the certainly the mastermind. Cummy, Cummy Talitha Walker.
1: Yeah.
0: Cummy, Cummy, Cummy.
2: All right. In that case, everyone be quiet. Cummy and (laughs) Clyde. See that works. And so does that. The um, it's an unfortunate it's an unfortunate name, but the it still works. It quite alliteratively fits together, doesn't it?
0: I think it's interesting that I read that as Cummy. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It's only got one M in it. Yeah.
2: That ruins my song.
0: It's spelt like cumin. It is, yeah. It's
1: probably, it's probably (laughs) Uh, We'll keep it
2: how it is. It's a comedic factor. Fair enough.
0: So with Clyde out of prison in 1932, uh, they go off and they carry on a series of robberies again, restaurants, gas stations, shops, stores. Then, in March 1932, Bonnie Parker went to jail. What's in for, sweetheart? Now, she uh, she didn't quite go to the same style. Yeah, not the same experience that Clyde had. She went to we a ladies' to... jail. <laughs> well, it wasn't prison. It was jail. She was um, waiting trial. She and Clyde's cellmate, Ralph Fultz, were caught trying to steal guns. Mm-hmm she was in jail for three months but a grand jury failed to indict and so she was released but uh, while she was in jail she wrote a lot of poetry ooh as
1: teenagers in hard times do
0: yeah and those poems are readily available to be read they were publicised around the time after after their deaths she wrote uh, an interesting one called um, Outlaws which is a a theorised scene of Clyde meeting Billy the Kid and them having a chat on the road yep it's quite nice and then there's the one called The Trail's End which everyone is probably aware of it's become more popularly known as The Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. and it's essentially her predicting their own death
2: time, sorry remind me when Billy the Kid time was. Well, oh right so it was 50 years earlier yes. so it would have been legend back then especially in the same state, state. oh yeah
0: definitely I mean it's, they're not bad poems actually they're pretty good Probably why they've stood up. Apart from their obviously infamy, but also they're not—they're not terrible.
2: There once was a man <laughs> with eight
0: toes. <laughs> is it one begin like that? Uh, I haven't got to that one, but I hope. There, okay. I hope there is. <laughs> <laughs> so once she's out, she went back to the gang after her release.
2: Gang it's two.
0: No, there was a gang. Ah, okay. It wasn't a fixed gang though. People would join and leave. But there's a guy named W. D. Jones who was a friend of Clyde's. He joined the gang. He left and then he came back. He was a slippery cat. There was a guy named Joe Palmer. W. D. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought I thought we'd skirt over that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm hide, just hide confirming
2: it. that you know him, what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old was he? <laughs>
0: about forty. <laughs> good he good. was it was well lubricated most of the time. As <laughs> uh, Joe Palmer, there was a Ross Dyer. His brother, Buck Barrow, and his brother's wife, Blanche, uh, were with the gang for a short time.
2: They're good names, aren't they? Buck and Blanche. That's a great couple.
0: Do you want to do the... uh...
2: (laughs) Buck and Blanche. It didn't really work, (laughs) didn't it? It's not as good. You need need a two-syllable one at the front.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then there was a couple more, Raymond Hamilton and Henry Methvin, who joined later on. So there was normally there would be four or five in the group at any time. Mm. So it was a gang.
2: So interestingly, we oh. Oh, well well—I've never heard of any of them, and we've only heard of two of them. The the main love interest.
0: Obviously, they were the centerpiece. They were the romantic story, and they were always yeah. there. Whereas the others would come and go. And be oh, okay. Yeah. So from June 1932, then that's when uh, they, people start getting killed. They shot and killed two police officers in the while they, in a car park where they went for a, a dance. Not the, was, not the policeman. Was dancing illegal?
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a secret policeman's
0: <laughs> No, it was uh, Bonnie and Clyde, and I think Jones went to the dance. Yep. And they were there. They were drinking whiskey. Was prohibition, mm-hmm. obviously and um, they were seen by two um, police officers who approached them And What are you doing? There was a short gunfight the officers were killed oh. They shot another man named Dor Johnson while stealing his car Hey! He was not a policeman Is that the first civilian death? Yes, yeah
1: Apart from the guy who deserved it in
0: prison <laughs> <laughs> Yeah They killed uh, Deputy Malcolm Davis Weirdly, Davis had set a trap for a different criminal and they wandered into it by accident. And they fought their way out. And the deputy was killed. Then there was a big event in March of 1933. So Buck Barrow was released from prison and he and Blanche joined Parker, Barrow and Jones at a garage apartment in Joplin, Missouri. Now, it's basically, it's a garage with a small apartment on top. It's a little stone-built cottage. It's still there. Uh, it's an Airbnb so you can stay. Oh cool. Oh ah, brilliant. But the gang there were very noisy, they were drinking heavily. Uh Blanche later said that they were getting a case of beer a day between the between mm-hmm. the group. Yep. How many came in a case though in those days? I think
2: twenty four, is it is it or is it twelve? It's know. twelve or twenty four.
1: And if there's no running water, then that's that's all you're getting to drink. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Just saying. Well, they were clearly <laughs> drunk, so either they either it was a lot of beer or they were real really lightweights. Yeah. They were very loud, very bawdy, very vocal. And so much so that the neighbours complained. Okay. Bear in mind that this is these buildings are spread out. <laughs> so they're not like banging on yeah. the wall. They weren't next door. It's an isolated...
1: They're not, not neighbours as we would think of them, but...
0: No, they're neighbours as in... Other like, buildings, in yeah. In the same region. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So they were pretty loud. The local police turned up thinking, you know, it's probably like some bootleggers or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But turns out it wasn't. There was a big gunfight. Detective McGuinness and Constable Harriman were killed. There was a Sergeant Carla. He received a face full of wood splinters when um, Clyde fired his BAR at a tr- wow. an oak tree. and The Sergeant was shielding himself with the tree and shot the tree with a yeah. 30 That just shows
1: the power of a 30-06 hitting, you know, hitting an oak tree and, <laughs> and his face <laughs> is injured with wood splinters. Yeah. that's Wow.
0: Now look what you did. My great grandfather planted this tree, but the, the, the gang escaped ultimately, having killed two and injured one. Um, and the police found inside the cottage; they found loads of weapons. They found some of Parker's, Bonnie Parker's poems, and they found six rolls of film. Ah. This is the the role of film, isn't it? The famous yeah, role of film. Which they developed. And most of the pictures that you will have seen of like Bonnie posing with a shotgun and what have you, is they were on these undeveloped roles. Oh, that's there. great, isn't it? Yeah, so the police developed them. They sent them on to the papers, the papers published. And one of those yeah, was
1: brilliant. the iconic photo of Bonnie smoking a cigar. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. picture.
0: <laughs> There's one picture of her holding a cigar. And she
1: never smoked cigars, I've, hated them. She
0: never smoked cigars, yeah. <laughs> she smokes cigarettes yeah. but never cigars she's got a leg up on
2: the bumper yeah she's got a gun at her hip that's right and she's got a cigar yeah.
0: so the one photo of the cigar and forever thereafter she's portrayed as a cigar toting yeah right right, right, right. gangster's mole. gun mall yeah.
2: she doesn't yeah. look quite young i think
1: but they were pretty the, young uh, and quite diminutive as well yeah. weren't they they were
2: quite she she looks tiny, yeah. Yeah, they're not I'm very. That a massive car. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a. Full-time.
0: That'd be a Ford V8. Really? Yeah, that's what they always stole—a Ford V8. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah, Clyde loved them. He loved them so much that he wrote to Henry Ford to tell him how much he loved the <laughs> Ford V8. Wow. So this is in in April 1934. A letter arrived at the Ford Motor Company. It says. Uh, Dear sir, while I still have got breath in my lungs, I will tell you what a dandy car you make. I have drove Fords exclusively when I could get away with one. (laughs) And he signed it, yours truly, Clyde Champion Barrow.
1: Clyde Champion? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So he's he's dropped his chestnuts then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, he's
1: old enough now, his chestnuts have dropped.
0: (laughs) I believe it's still, the letter is still in the, yeah, it's in the archives of the Ford. Well, well. So Bonnie and Clyde didn't always like to shoot people. They didn't shoot people if they didn't need to, generally speaking. Uh, mostly, they like kidnapping people, particularly right.
1: police officers. But for kidnapping, you need to, well, you need a ransom. Otherwise, you've just got an unwelcome friend.
0: <laughs> it wasn't kidnapping for profit. It was kidnapping for fun.
1: Oh right, okay, passive torture.
0: Yeah, I mean, in one incident, they were pulled over, or police patrolmen tried to pull him over, and um, they took him at gunpoint, put him in their car, and they just drove around. Him. <laughs> and they just drove him around, and then they let him go.
1: That must be—it
0: right.
1: must be so frightening for that—that that poor patrolman. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. these, these, yeah. these are—I mean, these are kids that have killed people and held people up. Yeah, All yeah. The, like, it would be nothing for them to just shoot him and leave him at the roadside.
0: Do him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a great story. where They kidnapped a, a young couple in Louisiana, and name of um, Dillard Darby and Sophia Stone. They were trying to steal his car, and he he caught. They took <laughs> so they took them with them in the car, and they drove off. And Dillard Darby, it turns out that he was an undertaker, and Bonnie was uh, t- thought this was very very funny, and she made jokes about that. You know, one day pretty soon he might be working on her. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. And then they yeah, then they just let them go, and yeah. they gave them some money as well to get home, oh, yeah. <laughs> which was normal practice. Sometimes they'd give them they'd give them clothes and money, or right. whatever. but basically they would they would kidnap people, drive them around, probably across the state line, and then just drop them off, <laughs> and they have to make their way back again. <laughs> it's very odd behaviour. I because they used the
1: the state line as a you know as a criminal tactic. Because of the jurisdiction yes. thing. I was think I just when you said that it suddenly occurred to me, if you kidnap someone in one jurisdiction and then you drop them off in another jurisdiction, have you committed a crime in the drop off zone?
2: <laughs>
1: no. Because I know you committed you committed from. the kidnap in one place, but yes. as soon as you pass that boundary, you're still kidnapping them. There's still yeah, a kidnapping taking so, place. So therefore, if you crossed the line,
0: sure. it then be, that would be a federal crime, then, wouldn't it? Because you crossed state line. Right. Before that, would have been a local.
1: Because they used to, they didn't they? Right. Used to drive along the state lines to take advantage of the differences in jurisdictions.
0: Yeah, but that would be for robbery. Right. Okay. How does that Whereas work? Kidnapping would be because kidnapping is a federal. Okay. Right. Right. Crime and robbery is not. See,
1: this is why I don't have a life of crime. <laughs> yeah. so don't you got to read ideas. up
0: on the rules. <laughs> I mean Unless I say that but he I'm, is he's asking you I don't yeah but don't ask me what do I know about it? I'm not well, he's, I'm he's clearly having
2: <laughs> embryonic thoughts of kidnapping
0: embryonic thoughts just
2: so, just so I know that's the name do of my I, death metal album if I kidnap her uh, and then go over there oh okay <laughs> fine fine okay.
0: well let's run a controlled experiment <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I say federal but at the time there was no federal bureau of investigation there was only the Bureau of Investigation. Okay, it was it was the Nova F and the B I.
1: <laughs> so they were just all by.
0: They were just all by. Okay. <laughs> so on June tenth, nineteen thirty-three, Barrow rolled their car one night in Texas. Barrow was in the car, and Bonnie Parker, and also Jones was there. And it was quite a bad crash. Now, it's not really certain the origin, but. Bonnie received third degree burns on her right leg gosh oh. really bad was, in some places it's fire some places it's battery acid but whatever it, the, from a Ford V8 from, from a Ford yeah Presumably. Um, it was so bad uh, in some places she'd been burned right down to the bone ooh so it was very very bad yeah
2: All right, do you know what I would have called her after that God. Bony <laughs> and Clyde <laughs> just to, look, just to maybe, keep things light yeah I don't know just maybe
0: give it a, give it a bit of time just keep it light comedy like is tragedy plus time <laughs> yeah
1: it makes the French pronunciation Bernie a little more appropriate
0: <laughs> Bernie Bernie so basically they then had to nurse her injury yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. she would forever have trouble walking so now her and I say forever <laughs> uh, sure. Her and, For the uh, next six months. Yeah. Her and Clyde now both have leg trouble. Right. Oh, of course yeah. they do. Yeah. I'd uh,
2: forgotten matching, about old. Eight toes, Clyde.
0: <laughs> matching leg trouble. Such are the yeah, trials yeah,
2: yeah. of love.
0: Yeah. yeah. Quite. So, come July, with Parker still injured, they um, they rented both the cabins near the Red Crown Tavern in Missouri, mm-hmm. a tavern that just happened to be frequented by highway patrolmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> But the owner of the restaurant and the cottage, the guy who owned the restaurant and both cottages that they'd they'd rented, was a bit suspicious because they, firstly, they said that they were checking in three people, but actually five people went in. Mm -hmm. Um, And they put paper up on the windows of the cabins, so you couldn't (laughs) see it. So they thought, hang on, that's a bit weird. So he reported his suspicions to uh, Captain Baxter, who was a patron of the restaurant, uh, the Highway Patrolman. Meanwhile, there was a drugstore owner in the local town, and he'd had people coming in buying bandages strangers coming in and buying loads of bandages oh, yeah, obviously yeah. to treat yeah bonnie and he got a bit suspicious so he contacted the local sheriff so now you've got the local sheriff and the highway patrol both suspicious it's the same group of people they combine forces and they engage the gang at the cabin there's another shootout this time buck gets shot in the head oh he lives but he's shot in the head blanche his wife got glass shards in both eyes and she's blinded, virtually blinded. God. The gang still escaped, but they're not long before they're caught up with again in Iowa, where Buck (laughs) ever ever the misfortunate, (laughs) he gets shot in the back. He's already got a hole in his head. So he gets shot in the back. Buck in the back. He gets a (laughs) Buck was shot in the back. So him and Blanche were arrested, but he died a few days later from his many wounds. Yeah.
2: Yeah, sure, yeah,
0: yeah. And now, and Blanche is now in custody. And blind. Blinded. Well, she lost the sight of one eye, I believe, Ultimately, They more or less lay low for a little while because, obviously, mm-hmm. they've had a bit of a time of it being chased around. They still do some robberies, yeah. but small, low-key. <laughs> low-key, again, like stores. Of course they do. <laughs> they're living... I mean, like Ruth said, they're living hand-to-mouth, so yeah. they, need, they need money. They never have any money. They're stealing $5 sure. here, $10 there, you
1: know. It's not not like I'm about to embark on my career as a wild west criminal aren't, aren't you though aren't you? <laughs> but you've it's hard to respect someone who who just steals five and ten dollars you know enough money to eat for the next day or two yeah
2: it, equally it is it enough money to I, I mean it probably is enough money for the shop owner to to call the police and stuff but uncertain. Yeah. It, it's going to leave it, such a trail won't. behind
1: Everyone ringing yeah. in saying, yeah. oh, I've just had this young fella come in or this young lady come in or this couple come in and they I don't, think, I don't think
2: everyone would... You know, it's, I don't think everyone would... No, not everyone.
1: In. So it... But there'd so be enough, I think, with, of yeah, a well, breadcrumb of, of crimes to, to know that it's them. And if they're doing yeah. it every mm. couple of days and they're doing a bank every other month...
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, on average, 15 banks over two years...
0: I think by this time people know what they look like. So if they walk into your shop, you've probably seen a picture of them.
1: Yeah. There's probably a poster
0: in the window. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: they they took.
0: Yeah, exactly. So then January 1934, there's what's called the Eastern Breakout. So this is the prison that Barrow had been in. um, That obviously he hated. So he, they organized an escape, so Hamilton, Methvin, and a whole bunch of others uh, were broken out of the prison. Joe Palmer, a member of the gang, he shot Joe Crelson, who was part of the Department of Corrections, part of the staff. Mm-hmm. He was shot and killed, so that's another um, another one to add to the tally of victims. Yep. So now they've got Methvin with them. Now he's a character that plays a part in the next event that turns popular opinion against the gang which is on April the 1st, 1934. This is Easter Sunday. There's two patrolmen named Murphy and Wheeler. They approached the the car, the gang's car, in a town called Grapevine, Texas. They were shot and killed. Now, the story was widely reported and hugely exaggerated. Witness accounts are shoddy at best, and most of them are likely sensationalised. But according to Methvin, obviously, who was there, Barrow said, let's take them.
1: Let's take them.
0: Probably meaning kidnap them because that's what they always like to do. But method yes, at the time, yeah. he thought he meant shoot them and open fire. Yeah. So Barrow joined in. So basically, they killed these two. And it, that reminds me of the "Let him have it."
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that. And yes. Yeah. Very Bentley much. So. And
0: Craig, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Let him have it, Chris. Yeah.
2: As you rightly say, Clyde probably meant take, as in yeah. kidnap. Yeah, I mean, I, I, let's let's take them. I mean, it's not really a phrase, is it, to shoot someone?
1: No. Well, let, let's take them out. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To do. <laughs> I mean, you
1: know, let's take them out for a drive round town and tease them before giving them a few yes, exactly. dollars for a taxi home. We'll take the car and drive all night. We'll get drunk.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well anyway, yes, yeah, so confusion. So his uh, the new gang member's actions turned the tide of public opinion.
0: Because these two officers were shot. Now what's important to remember or important to know, I should say about this is that this was Murphy's first day. Oh, and god, really? he was just about to get married oh, to his young wife.
2: But his first day in his first day on the, the job. Job. Yeah. Oh god.
0: And they had been killed. And the worst part of it, there were reports that Bonnie Parker was there and that she was the one who shot Murphy dead while he lay injured on the ground, uh, okay. twice yeah. with a shotgun, and oh, j- laughed and joked about off. it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now that story is what turned public opinion around. Right. Completely.
2: Strangely enough, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: is that true though?
2: They died. It's just the only uh,
0: witness was uh, Methvin, and he he didn't say that. He just said that they shot. Right. Murphy. So he didn't confirm that. That's all they needed. Like I say, the stories that went through the press were hugely exaggerated and sensationalised. But it basically, up until that point, pretty much, Bonnie was not thought to have actually killed anybody. But now they've got her standing over an injured man with a with a young fiance who's you know, and then mm. shooting him and laughing about it. Suddenly, her, the picture of her is now painted not the romantic young lover. Yeah. Now it's the vicious yeah. executioner, vicious no, right. killer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah so now a reward for a thousand dollars goes out well wow. which is a thousand dollars that sounds quite a lot that's twenty thousand do- dollars in today's money oh is it i thought i
2: thought you were going to say more than that but yeah all right still quite
0: a lot the important part of that uh, reward is that it was it was wasn't it? for their arrest or capture it was for dead the or bo- alive it was advertised as as a thousand dollar reward for the bodies of the grapevine slayers no, okay basically Sorry. we want them dead Yeah. So yeah.
2: basically, it's like a I don't know a fatwa for anyone yeah. to do do them in.
0: Yeah, definitely, exactly. Wow. Five days after the reward is offered, a sixty-year-old widower, Constable Cal Campbell, he was shot and killed in Commerce, Oklahoma. So now they're not well, only it's they, really racking up, mm, isn't it? Yeah, the they're, they're bodies are racking up, but also you know you're now talking about wounded men and old men and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yes. saying they don't matter. So <laughs> quite the opposite. I'm saying that public opinion values yeah, yeah. them more highly. Ah, okay. So with Cole Campbell shot and killed in Commerce, Oklahoma, they also kidnap the police chief, Percy Boyd.
1: That's gotta be a mistake, isn't it? If you're kidnapping people for fun, you accidentally pick up the police chief. A bad choice.
0: Well they uh, again, they drive him around they drive him across to Kansas where they drop him and he he asked Bonnie if there was anything that she wanted him to say to the press when he was released and he said and she said, you're not in
1: kansas anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> she said uh tell him i don't smoke cigars
2: <laughs> of, of all the things to tell the press
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah.
0: that's what she cared about her she image. was alive she always, now she'd have an instagram
1: wanted. account for sure
0: oh yeah 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 we've littered with selfies yeah but she, all she ever wanted was to be famous This brings us now back down to May 23rd, where we started our story, on the rural highway in Louisiana. Now among the posse waiting for the car on the road was a man named Ted Hinton, who was a deputy from the Texas Police Department, but he had already met Bonnie Parker years before because he was a regular patron of the restaurant where she was a waitress. Brilliant. And that's not the only serendipitous moment in the story, because after the the killing on the highway, Dillard Darby, who was kidnapped with his fiancee, the Undertaker, he assisted at the embalming. <laughs> so Bonnie Parker said she'll be working on me sometime soon. She was oh, not yes, wrong. Yeah, she was not yeah. wrong. He actually did work. He did work. It all on comes full circle. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah.
2: Was there literally a waiting party?
0: There was wait. There were five men waiting by the road. Waiting, hidden in the bushes by the side of the road.
2: Knowing that they were going to... Or just randomly going, oh, should we just
0: yeah. sit here? Well, of course, again, they knew they were in the area. They set up a trap.
2: They knew what car they were driving.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the idea was that they would wait and then they would expect them to come by because they were going to go and see a relative. So they managed to get Methvin's dad... To park his truck at the side of the road, thinking that they would come and slow down and stop and talk to him.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a brave man. Yeah, because they could have kidnapped him and drove around with him, you know? or <laughs> just shot him, him and taken yeah. five bucks from him. You know?
0: Yeah. So they, the idea was they thought he'll he'll stop and then they'll be parked right next to where we are, and yep. then we can we can get him. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. But. They, uh, actually, they opened fire while the car was still moving. So it looked like, it, apparently, it was slowed down, but they st- one of them, a man named Oakley, he jumped up and started firing before any order had gone out. So he just started shooting. just got a bit too excited.
2: They were coming down the road, yeah. and someone went, right, oh, forget it, let's just get on with it, yeah it? Right. Yeah, get, okay. yeah, get yeah. her, get it. get To be fair, there was a, probably a lot of pent-up anger
0: yeah. from and the police. Yeah, and fear as well, yeah. I should think. Yeah, yeah, and a and $1,000 reward. That's true. Yeah, Potentially. So they leapt up, they fired their 130 to 160 bullets into the car. in, in, the the path. in yep. their path. 112 bullet holes were counted in the car. Wow. wow.
1: You have to imagine that not all of them hit the car.
0: Yeah, and again, they're using Thompsons, so they're going to be machine gunning. Wow. They'll be firing all over the place. Wow. So yeah, lots of rapid fire from submachine guns, and then some pistols and some shotguns as well. So the coroner listed seventeen wounds on Barrow and twenty-six on Parker. That's how oh, many wow. times they were killed, uh, and almost any one of them would well, have no, <laughs> Let's be clear: that's you, how many you times can only they were be killed, killed once, <laughs> <laughs>
1: unless it's a zombie movie. She was you can be killed twenty-six twice. times. Yeah, they were killed
0: twenty-six times in quick
1: succession. Oh, wow. Actually, that—that's a film I'd like to see: Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> and zombies.
2: So that final scene of. Uh, the late 60s Bonnie and Clyde film was pretty spot on, basically, wasn't it? The, uh, where well... Just, a hail of bullets.
0: Yes, except that in the movie, uh, yes. Warren Beatty's not in the car, he gets out. Which didn't is happen. He? And Bonnie Parker was sitting know. in the other side of the car. But other than that...
2: I'm talking about the hail of bullets. The
0: hail right? of bullets is, is absolutely yeah. true, yes.
2: What else is a uh, collective noun? Uh, a hail... It's a hail of bullets.
0: A Hail of Marys. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Hail of Marys. That's what they would have been saying.
0: How many bullets makes a hail of bullets? Well exactly. Eight is eight a hail?
2: A hail's a lot, (laughs) I'd say.
0: Yeah. A lot of
2: bullets. (laughs) Twenty six, probably. She was killed twenty six times.
0: Twenty six times. (laughs) Twenty five.
2: That was her, wasn't it? Was it was her who got hit twenty six times?
0: That was her. Twenty six times and seventeen for him.
2: (laughs) Twenty five.
0: In fact, so when the bodies went to be embalmed... By, by the uh, bloke
2: who was kidnapped?
0: Yeah, well he assisted. The the, the man doing the embalming okay. was named Boots Bailey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very good. He struggled. He needed assistance because he struggled because the embalming fluid kept coming out of the bullet hole.
2: Right, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. And
0: and like a, some sort Fred, of comedic... Yeah, Fred Quimby cartoon.
2: it yeah. just dribbled out.
0: Yeah, it's dribbled was. out of the uh, hole.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. That's all well, folks. Has anyone got any corks?
0: So, of course, word gets out that this ambush has taken place and that Bonnie and Clyde are dead. So a big crowd gathers at the roadside to see what's going on.
2: Yes, I've seen a picture of that as well, actually. That was photographed. It's quite interesting.
0: But, of course, these people, they want to see the bodies. They want to see the story, but they also want souvenirs. Mm. So busy hands are trying to take whatever they can. Really? Yeah. Someone cuts some hair. Bloodied hair from Bonnie Parker's head. There was a man tried to cut off Clyde's ear, and another that tried to take one of his fingers. Cut off his ear. What? Yeah, they tried to. It was stopped by the police. Someone's uh, taken
2: two of his toes. (laughs) 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 I was done before. Um, There's a shot of um, like hundreds of people crowded round. It's pretty, pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, it's not all like le- taped like triumphs- leaning in and stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's quite macabre, having everyone just leaning into the car and sort of gra- grasping at the Yeah, body. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the, suddenly, everyone from all over the country started to swarm the town. It went from 2,000 population to 12,000 in a matter of hours, people coming to see it.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. As with all these uh, artefacts and trophies through history, I imagine there is more locks of bloodied hair available than would cover a single head.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You
1: could probably make a dozen bonnies out of the amount of hair yeah, yeah. that's available.
2: Oh, right, yeah, of all the memento- so-called yeah. mementos. I thought they only came in boxes of ten. That, speaking of mementos, if we, uh, if you really want, you can go and see the uh, the bullet-riddled rid- car. Yes. Which is... On display somewhere,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a casino in Nevada.
2: That's amazing. That that's it still exists. It's, I'm, I'm glad it does, but it, it, yeah, it's pretty cool, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's in a glass paneled enclosure.
2: Yeah, it's called Whiskey Pete's. The uh, Whiskey peets casino. Of course it is.
0: <laughs> Great name. <note. laughs> of course it is. Course it is. <laughs> so the posse, the five men who were gunning for the thousand dollar reward. <laughs> oh yes.
2: I wonder if they... I bet they weren't thinking about that. They were just thinking about...
1: Staying alive.
2: Killing but <laughs> Staying
0: alive,
1: yeah. 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 I imagine they were probably... I mean, I certainly would be quite scared. You're going to come up against yeah. some outlaws that you know who have no fear in just taking other people out, policemen and, and bystanders. And ma- mainly
2: yeah. your colleagues. Did they divide it five ways?
0: Oddly enough, the people who put up the reward pulled out
1: and didn't, uh, give, didn't pay. I think at, at the point of death, yeah. it's too late to pull out of a contract. It is a bit.
0: Isn't well, yeah. It?
2: I would say their mo- motives were not money, it was revenge anyway, but, yeah. but even so, it's a bit of a shame.
0: They were given uh, $200, which is no small mo- potatoes. No, yeah, that's fine, isn't it? Um, and they were told they could, uh, <laughs> they could take whatever they want from the car. Uh. Oh. So they just. Like what? Well, the leader of the posse took all the guns and ammunition, of which there was a lot. Okay. There was someone took a box of fishing tackle. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Clyde's saxophone was in the car. He'd lost his guitar in a raid earlier on, but he still had his sax. And uh, one of the members took that, but he returned it to the family a few years later.
1: So they didn't really get anything from there. No, and arguably shouldn't have had. Yeah. The um the gas station where Frank Hamer called it in is still there. Is
0: it really? Oh right.
1: Yeah. Where he called it in to say, you know, Bonnie and Clyde have been. I'll oh, no more. Oh, yes. I can't remember what the wording was that he used in the call now, um, but that gas station is still there. And you can go visit it. it. It's funny the that little village is, d- despite the fame that the crime and the criminals seem to have following them. The town is a bit is a little bit of I'm not. I, you know, my love goes out to, to the people of the town. It is a bit of a nothing. It yeah. is, I mean, it's kind of. It's it reminds me of the kind of towns that Robert, the cartoonist Robert Crumb, used to draw, where there's a lot of space between the buildings <laughs> and the, yeah, the paving the stones are cracked water. and full of grass growing up.
0: Well, they wanted to be uh, buried together, but they were not. Good. Clyde is actually buried with his brother, Buck, in Dallas, and Parker is buried in another cemetery in Dallas. So, culture then. Culture. So we've already mentioned the. Some of the f- songs, mm-hmm. Serge Ginsburg and Brigitte Bardot in uh, 1967 and Georgie Fame 1967. Yeah,
1: 1967. Yeah, there's the, the Netflix film. It does look good. Mm. It's all right. It's actually, it's all right. The one the one bit that I really did like about it, it's it's kind of a bit gentle rolling most of the way through, but the bit, because it, it's about the um, the investigation and the chase and the capture. Bonnie and Clyde don't really yeah. feature in it at all not even their crimes you don't even Mm -hmm. see any of their crimes you don't see any of the shootouts you just hear about them Um, and it ends with uh, with the posse shootout on the road where they die yes Um, well it ends kind of a few minutes after that in an epilogue but you know and and that the bit that I liked the most is that that shootout is done in the the least romantic the least heroic almost maudlin kind of mode it's 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 very kind of almost tragic, but not in a kind of sympathetic yeah. way. It's just, you know. Yeah.
2: Meaning what? Whereas the film was the opposite. It do, yeah, no, sorry, it's, not at, it's not at all film. glamorized. It's not at all
1: glamorized. It's
2: because Bonnie and Clyde film. It was. It, yeah. I seem to remember it's really good, but it, I seem to remember because oh, it was the first time I saw it. I, I oh, that's such a shame. <laughs> the that um, they died, but it but Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were were super cool. Of course, yeah. So you kind yeah. of like, you know, as, as it's a Hollywood film, but
0: yeah, but that's the movie that arguably popularised Bonnie and Clyde across the Atlantic because they would have been heard of in the US, but not so much in Europe. So that movie kind of brought it to everyone else's awareness, their story. Right. But it's a very romanticised story. Sure. Also, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were not twenty-three and twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, yeah I At least Edward uh, Edward Bosser and Emily Brobst are in their twenties in the film in the Highwayman. Yeah, so they do look very young. Which again, seeing two very young people relatively quietly just gunned yeah. down,
1: you barely see um, them. Uh, the the, you barely yeah, the see them the two yeah. actors that play um, those roles, they, you, you really barely yeah. see them. You see them, I and mean, they could they could have been cast for people who can play dead really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that's pretty much all but they I mean, do.
1: Because <laughs> they're, they're yeah. groped and mauled at the very end in the epilogue, uh, quite sadly.
0: Someday they'll go down together. They'll bury them side by side. To few it'll be grief, to the law or a leaf. But it's death for Bonnie and Clyde. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've discussed over the course of this episode, just Google it or something. You can see daily true crime updates on our Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. You can email us or you can support the show with a PayPal donation. And links to all of those are on our website at truecrimediary.co.uk. Don't forget to send us a review or post one in your podcast service if you can, and all five-star reviews will get a shout-out on a future episode. Join us next time when we'll be similarly discussing and digressing on another event in true crime history. Until then, my thanks to and Roo. My name's Mark, and we'll see you on the next date, in our true crime diary.